I think we're recording. Good. Um, so just kind of briefly, I was going to talk a little bit about uh, the locked-in syndrome and then uh, related to basilar artery thrombosis. So uh, we did have a patient not long ago. It wasn't quite exactly locked-in syndrome, but uh, came in and couldn't move both either side. So kind of a quadriplegia related to uh, unknown and then had dysarthria and some visual complaints. So, you know, a lot of times when we see people that come in and they're not moving any extremity, you know, you think, oh, that's not a stroke, right? That's, that's something else. They're either crazy or they're, you know, they got a spinal cord thing. But when it's also involving the eyes and mentation, uh, there's not many things that do that affect both sides of your body uh, with one lesion anyway. I guess you could have a multiple infarcts or something, but you really have to start thinking about the basilar artery. And, uh, uh, which is it, we do see basilar artery uh, thrombosis here, not infrequently. Usually they don't have the full locked in, in syndrome. So just to remind you what a basilar artery is, I have a little picture. I, I can't get it on the, on the microphone, but uh, so this is kind of a one dimensional view, but here's the vertebral arteries coming up. It goes into the basilar artery and you can see the basilar artery is just, it's, it's like the only artery in the brain that affects both sides with one artery. So everything else, you know, you got a left vertebral and a right vertebral, then it comes into the basilar artery and then goes out into the posterior cerebral or the um, cerebellar arteries. And so if you know, if you block off one of any of the other arteries, you're gonna have a compensatory side that's got, that has blood flow. But if you knock off the basilar artery, uh, whatever is being fed by that, which is usually the pons and the, and the hindbrain and the medulla, um, then you're getting both sides. So that's really why uh, the basal artery can affect both sides and gives you kind of basically a quadriplegia. Now the mortality relate, rate related to basal artery thrombosis is about 80 to 90% if you don't do anything. So highly lethal. If you miss this one, they're, they're going to have severe disability. Even with treatment, so the primary treatment, if you got a within the time frame you're going to get um, TPA so it's indicated to go ahead and give TPA um, but again three to four hours and then uh, there's secondary you know go to IR and get a thrombectomy or they can do intra-arterial TPA and that only decreases it by about 40 to 50 percent so you're still even with treatment you're going to have a mortality of 30 to 40 percent so it's a really highly lethal, not to be missed uh, syndrome. And that frequently you'll get kind of stuttering symptoms prior to coming in. So it is, you know, you don't wanna, you don't wanna, you don't wanna uh, miss that diagnosis. Um, that's about it for basilar artery. Oh, and then as far as the locked in syndrome, I mean, that's where this is exactly the part of the brain. You can either have it traumatically or uh, with this basilar artery uh, thrombosis, and you know you're going to still have some movement of the eyes. This is if you get a high basilar artery thrombosis, you're going to have a little bit of movement of the eyes, but you can't speak, and you have quadriplegia. And uh, you, there are reported cases of the patients that come in, and you know it's kind of written off as to uh, as to you know uh, pull pull out the ventilator and and uh, they're not alive, but uh, uh, they, they do come, some people come around and, and get through that. So keep your eye out for basilar artery. And, and we see them, I don't know, I've seen, 
handful every year that we see. Kind of interesting cases. That's it.